welcome back for another semester and welcome to the podcast. Today I am joined with Rashawn Thomas as she leads me through her college journey, how she sees college nowadays, and some advice she would give her younger self. Hi Rashawn, welcome to the doghouse. Hey Peyton, thanks for having us here. So we're going to jump right in and just get right started. Um, I want you to introduce yourself a little bit Rashawn where you're from, your background in education. Um, I know you've held a couple different positions on campus, so if you could talk about those as well. And I want to ask you your favorite thing about Buffalo as well. Okay, so hey Saints, I'm Rashawn. I am from Texas, born and raised. I came to Buffalo for a job at DUville specifically. Um, I originally came here as a coordinator for the Cultural Enrichment Center. And now I am the director over the student experience. So that's pretty exciting. Um, and my favorite, oh, my education. Education, um, so I went to Jarvis Christian College, which is a private HBCU in Texas for undergrad. And I got my bachelor's in kinesiology. And then I went I to grad that. school. <laughs> I didn't know that about you. Yeah, then I went to grad school at um, the University of Central Arkansas. And I got my master's there in college student personnel and administration. So yeah, um, favorite thing about Buffalo? The snow. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Um, I'm a true Southerner, not the snow. <laughs> um, my favorite thing would probably be probably being this close to the water. It's super pretty here, yeah. and I just like the scenery, so it's pretty nice. It is so it's cool. completely different than where I grew up at home, so yeah. Yeah, it is very different. I mean, even if you go across the state, it's a bit different. Um, anyway... Perfect. So that actually kind of leads me into my first question for you is I will I mentioned that I didn't know that you originally had a bachelor's in kinesiology, um, but kind of I want to know what pushed you to go to school in the first place to go into a higher education and um, ultimately how did you end up in higher education rather than something to do with kinesiology? So in high school, I actually went to a cosmetology school. And I got my license in cosmetology in high school. Um, and I went through a couple of things over that summer, preparing to get ready to go off to college. And going through those experiences kind of made me not want to go to college anymore. Um, but then I also wanted to, like, get out. Like, I didn't I didn't want to be at home because of, you know, the things that I experienced and I went through and things of that sort. Um, so I was ready to just get out, but I also just, like, wanted to stay home because of dealing with those things. And so... Um, <clears throat> I always say this, I don't know how my undergrad found me, because I don't remember applying there, but I just got a phone <laughs> call one day, they said they were still accepting students for the fall, um, the guy was, like, very adamant about getting me to come visit the campus and, and do a tour, and so I was like, okay, all right, and so me and my mom, my best friend, got in the car, we drove to Hawkins, which is in the middle of nowhere, and I was like, ugh. I don't know. It's kind of far. <laughs> How far was it from your hometown? It was about two and a half hours, but it just was in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, like, it makes a difference. A very big difference. Like, I'm from the Dallas-Fort Worth area, so it's, like, crazy, like, Top busy end. life. <laughs> we were in the middle of nowhere, like, legit country. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then I went, and um, I was going for physical therapy to become a physical therapist, and um, I was just so involved on campus, like... I was in everything. I was in the pre-alumni council. I served in SGA for all four years. Um, I cheered all four years. 
I'm Greek. Like I did, yeah. I did everything while I was an undergrad. And so being a part of those different organizations and in those environments with people who are like pushing you and encouraging you and like showing you like what it is to like support a student made me really reevaluate like, mm, do I want to be a physical therapist or do like, I want to go and work on a college campus and like continue to like push students to like be great and give them what they need. Like this was like very, very monumental for me during my experience. So like I can only imagine what I could do for someone else. And like I had done so much work with like all those organizations and stuff. And so I was like, mom, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this, but <laughs> um, so it was a really big deal. My parents were like, my girl, <laughs> graduation's <laughs> like a couple of weeks away. You need to think about something else. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. But I finished out, got my degree, and then um, started searching for master's programs, for higher ed master's programs. And I wanted a program that was going to be on campus and like busy and robust and allowing me to be able to like see how campus works and experience that. And UCA gave me that. Like we had class during the day. So we were mixed in with all the students. So it wasn't even like we were on a different campus. Um, we planned the events because that's what I did on campus. I was a GA. So mm-hmm. I was planning the students' events and then going to those. So I got to be on both sides of it, like enjoying it as a student, but like actually running the event. Wow. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. No, and I've definitely seen... It's interesting that you tell me kind of where you've come from and like your roots in higher education because you've seen it like on campus. You talk about how people pushed you and, and I've seen... Not only have you pushed me as a student as well, um, but as a person, and then you've worked a lot with your cultural enrichment center, really trying to bring in the you know underprivileged students and just really work with the Black Lives Lead scholars, and, and it's been great. So I'm really happy to... S- that you ended up in higher education despite starting as a P, you know, pre-PT. Um, so then it's only been a few years since you've been out of school, but what is something that you have noticed that's different on college campuses today than when you were a student, whether in undergrad or grad? <laughs> so it really hasn't been that long. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to college in 2014 for undergrad and then 18 for grad school so that's like really not that long ago and I think a lot of us are like really close in age and a lot of people don't know that so (laughs) like to know that like a lot of students even students that currently go here like there are students that I service that are older than me and there are students that I service that are younger than me Mm -hmm. and some of them are the same age but like just it's completely different like I think the pandemic really honestly has like changed college just in general um which has made the students different Mm -hmm. in general because I think students are like excited to still go off to college and get that experience but I think that the pandemic honestly kind of changed it because even in grad school like the students that I went to grad school with we were so excited we wanted to be involved we wanted to do things and it was my second year I'm finishing and the pandemic hit and it was a completely different Mm -hmm. atmosphere like from that point so I think like at this point, it's that's the biggest struggle, trying to get out of, like, oh, it's still the pandemic and, like, try to, like, really enjoy the college experience. Yeah. But it's kind of hard because you're still nervous and you're scared and, you know, that you have that anxiety that comes from it. So I think, honestly, that's been the biggest change and I think that's been, like, the biggest challenge that I've, like, noticed. Um, but it's also made, like, it hard working in higher ed, too, mm-hmm. because, like, the atmosphere is just completely so different. different. Yeah, and as someone who graduated high school in 2020 and you know kind of debated coming to college because of 
the condition of the world, you know, it's it's definitely, I have even seen a difference from when I served on student government last year and the events we were doing 2020 to 2021 school year and then the events that we did last fall. Like, it was just kind of a 180 and people were still saying this isn't how it was in 2017, 20, even 2018. So I'm really hoping in the next couple years I'm here that we can all kind of get back to that pre that fully pre-pandemic thing that everybody talks about but nobody really remembers now. <laughs> right it's <laughs> happening though I mean it's just it's slowly it's happening slowly but it is happening yeah so and I don't know if you've noticed this but I feel like with the pandemic a lot of people have kind of reevaluated things and maybe that's people not coming back to school and going to trade school or older people I've noticed a lot of my classes are made up of non-traditional students is that something you've no, noticed No, I agree. As well? No, it definitely is. Like, a lot of people are just saying, uh, is it really worth it? Or should I just go ahead and figure out something quite quickly or mm-hmm. go to a trade school? Or, matter of fact, let me go back to school because it, mm-hmm. I think it put a lot of things in perspective for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Well, besides COVID, next question. Um, <laughs> what is the biggest issue you find college students facing today? I don't know. That is a really good question. Oh, I'm so stumped on that. Um, the easy answer is, you know, COVID, but right, there's so much more that answer. goes into it. Um, honestly, I think now I'm seeing more and more mental health related things coming up that I didn't really put on the forefront when I was in college. It wasn't something that like we talked about or that was like even catered to, I mm-hmm. guess you can say. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I think like more and more like any circle I'm in, someone is struggling with something. Someone mm-hmm. is, is going, you know, is seeking counseling or or needs whatever they need from anyone. And I think that before people would be like scared to talk about these things or didn't want to talk about them. And so now we're just seeing it so much more mm-hmm. than before. It's like such a need for people to really be able to provide the resources for mental health. Yeah. Um, more and more like (laughs) yeah most definitely but like just anywhere like any space that I'm in even outside of a college campus I think that's the biggest thing like students just struggling to struggling with it and not knowing how to navigate it if you don't know like what resources you might have or Mm -hmm. if you're scared or if it's never really been talked about before or if you know you're in denial that something could potentially be there or be wrong or be bothering you and so I think just trying to get over that or get through that. And um, I think that's a lot to deal with as a college student right now. But I think that's like... I feel like those support mechanisms in place are a lot different than even when our parents were in school. Um, I noticed we were in my one class and like five girls in my cohort, my OT cohort, so openly was like, oh, I I have anxiety. I have depression. Mm -hmm. I have OCD. And my professor who... Is, a, is an older woman ended up saying something like, wow, I can't believe you guys are so comfortable with each other to just share those things. And it wasn't like, it wasn't like sharing something scary about yourself. It was almost like, oh yeah, I have brown hair. Like it's kind of just something that comes with the territory of being a college student nowadays, unfortunately. Right. But I think that the school is definitely putting in the correct resource, trying to put in the correct resources as much as they can. Um, plug for the wellness lodge (laughs) and then my last question for you today thank you for your take on that by the way um my last question for you today is if you could turn back time and talk to your 18 year old self what would you tell her (laughs) okay I would tell her first of all hey girl (laughs) 
It's going to be okay. <laughs> um, definitely a lot of freaking out at 18. So I would tell her, calm down. Um, you don't have to be in a rush to meet up to what you think the expectation is. Create your own journey for yourself. It will happen in due time. It's not going to always happen right away. Um, everyone who has said they're your friend is not your friend. Keep your eyes open. Um, be very observant and quiet in spaces. And just truly enjoy your journey that you have in front of you. Like, just enjoy it. You only get one chance at this thing called life. So do you want to waste it stressing and trying to fit in or living your life on the edge and enjoying it? Perfect. And as a you know, 19-year-old, I'm like, yes, taking the, hopefully taking the advice. <laughs> Um, but anyway, Rashawn, thank you so much for coming on today. I was really excited to talk to you about your college journey, how you ended up in higher education, and just your take on the whole college experience in general. So thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me, Peyton. Um, and just to close out the podcast today, remember to follow us on Instagram, DYSGA underscore. We are doing a huge giveaway of a new iPhone 13 Pro if we hit 650 followers by spring break, right? Um, so <laughs> that'll be announced right before spring break. Um, and then we also have some Valentine's Day events coming up in the next week or so. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Again, that's all going to be on the Instagram, um, as well as Saintly Ventures is a amazing account to follow for updates on what is happening on campus. Um, thank you folks so much for joining me and I look forward to talking to you very soon. Stay warm, stay, you know, safe on the roads and We'll meet you back at the doghouse next month.